hello hello uh, I, guess, I guess we're back season uh, two it's been it's been a long time yeah um since I, I can't remember when we last put up our last episode but the last time we recorded was what august 13th yeah if that right it's, it's yeah been a, so it, it's been a month for us this is this is interesting i'm jack if you don't know i'm eli um, this and is, I, this the is news. season two, Choose with the News. Um, so yeah, Jack, uh, a lot has happened since we last recorded. Yeah, we've definitely, well, we've definitely missed some stuff in the world, but like on a separate note, I am at school. Uh, mm-hmm. It may not look like it because my background is at home right now. I just have to be home this weekend. Wow. Um, but I, 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 this won't be the background for me more, more normally it will probably be my roommate's desk yes so you'll get to see that that would be nice um but no so we're planning on i think our plan right now is to record one episode a week try to get that up every sunday yeah um maybe uh maybe get some guests we know like because my schedules we have to work on three people's schedules and right now because school is starting it's kind of like difficult to do that so it might be a little rough and we might not have as many guests so you'll see a lot and hear a lot from me and eli which you know you may like you may not but if you don't like it you should get yourself on the list be a guest yeah comment Um, down below suggestions we would like to have guests on but again we have to work around a lot of schedules so we'll do our best um so just let us know if you want to be a guest also let us know if you want to see specific topics for us to talk about Mm-hmm. You know, some people want to see some things. Some people don't want to see other things. Right. Just... Some people like it when we talk about ourselves. Others like it when we talk about issues going on in the world. And I think generally we try to do a balance of that. I think um, this episode is going to be mostly about what's going on in the world around us just because we've missed so much since we've left. We've missed way too recorded. much. Yeah. Way too much. Um, but, you know, I think the break was necessary because what people don't know is that we recorded a bunch of episodes in a row. So, like, mm-hmm. I could have time to, like, prepare myself and, like, get to school where I don't right. have to worry about this and do that and, like, get myself settled in. And we recorded probably, like, 10, <laughs> not 10 episodes, but we recorded, like, like seven, like seven, like seven episodes, seven days straight. Mm-hmm. And I was so burnt out. So I needed the break. So it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but it's also great to be back. I'm excited to do this. Uh, yeah. Uh, makes me uh, happy, so let's talk about what I think is probably one of the biggest things to have happened since we last left off, um, which is Joe Biden announced uh, his VP to be Kamala Harris. Yes. Yes. And so I think generally the reaction has been good. Like, mo- like in America, most people, ha- most Democrats at least, have felt like good about that. But there is a little divisiveness, right, Jack? Well, definitely. I think there's there's two parties who like don't like the nomination. And obviously, that party, one of the sides, is going to be the Republicans because uh, obviously they're not going to like any Democratic candidate. But the other side is the uh, more progressive side, mm-hmm. leftist. Uh, they tend to see Kamala as sort of a cop figure, which is yeah, which is fair. Um, but of course, there were, there are reasons why Biden chose Kamala right. as opposed to any of the other candidates. And I'm not going to like degrade on Kamala. I mean, my opinions are different. 
but what I like want to focus on is does this increase Biden's chances of getting elected? See, that's that's a tough one for me. I think it helped a lot. Um, I think the goal of this was honestly to try to get a lot of women to vote, right? I think Steve is back. Steve is back with the lights. Oh, no, it stopped. Just kidding. Oh, okay. right, continue. Sorry. I think my opinion is that this was an attempt to get women to vote for him, um, which is part of the reason why Hillary lost in 2016, which she didn't have a lot, not, a, not a lot of women voted for her. Um, and so I think that it's good in that sense. I think that, you know, choosing a woman, choosing a person of color is going, is obviously something that should be applauded for, you know, anyone. Um, I, like you said, I don't know if I believe that Kamala Harris is like the end zone of where we should be in terms of like choosing people who we want to run our country. But I think it was a very smart move. Um, I think she is a very good speaker. Uh, I think people like there was a reason why she had that huge um, like spike during when she was running as a presidential candidate. And it's because she is very, she's a very good speaker and she's very, um, I don't know what the word, yeah, she's very um, forceful, I guess is the word I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, I think the big thing that I like take from that is Biden kind of went for a candidate who's like on stage presence is like the exact opposite of him, mm -hmm. which is what you're kind of supposed to do. You're supposed to choose somebody who's like kind of reaches a different demographic than you and is right. very different. But Joe Biden is very, you know, laid back, soft-spoken and Kamala is kind of the exact opposite so I do see where he was going uh with that nomination absolutely uh, but again another thing I want to talk about is during the initial election when Kamala was running against Biden for the Democratic candidate he attacked she attacked Biden on a lot of like uh, on his, like race relations and like how much he's actually like helped and like also his treatment of women like she attacked him on all of this mm -hmm. and now she's like that was like not real I was just doing that but I do think that she do you think that she should have like backed off on that like when she was became vice president I mean what I so I think that everything she said about Biden not everything I think that those claims were um, somewhat accurate. Like he hasn't done a whole lot to help um, the black community. Um, like he's done, you know, he's a Democrat. So like he's done some stuff, but like uh, not as much as I think he claims. And so I thought a lot of what she was saying in regards to that was very true. And so I, you know, I applaud her for doing that. I think, you know, when she became vice president, she didn't really have a choice. I don't know if it was the right move to do to say like, oh no, I was lying. I think the better move was to be like, um, I am here to try to help him yeah. like, get right. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yes, there is a problem, but he is the nominee and I want to help him like get better at this. Yeah, I think that's something that like politicians struggle with in my opinion, mm -hmm. is that they say something and then they have hard ways to, they like try to find ways to like to back out of that because now they like can't do that for whatever political reason. 
Right. It's kind of like what the Republican the Republicans were doing the same thing like when they were running against Trump. Yeah, like exactly. Ted Cruz and Lindsey Graham both called him like the Antichrist. Right. Which is freaking freaking crazy. But I mean, you see um, him doing it now, right? Like Lindsey Graham in 2016 or whatever was like, "Quote me when I say that we will not nominate a Supreme Court justice during an election." Right. Like. Right. It's just politics is a, a, full of a bunch of hypocrisy, mm-hmm. and it's a problem and I, I look, there's not going to be much change because obviously the only way that there is change is to nominate everybody not politicians right and there aren't enough but i do think that there could be some good to come out of the the kamala vice presidency vice presidency and this puts her in a great position win or lose whether Biden win or loses, this puts her in a great position to be the next candidate, which is what I think she's ultimately going for. Because obviously she ran this time, uh, lost a bunch of funding, uh, but the next one she'll have like a lot of backing because she's in this more prominent role. And I think that was her ultimate goal. Yeah, that's a, I, I, I think that's a great answer. Um, but yeah, let's move on to something a little more lighter, fire. Uh, I don't you like that transition. I don't think that was the yeah, one like the lighter, word you were trying. I I like understand what you're saying, but the the tone of it, or like, because like lighter in this sense obviously is meaning two things. You're obviously doing lighter because lighter fire, you know, brings light. Whatever yeah. lighter, you get a fire. Whatever. But the other side of it is that like this isn't the heavy topic. How it's about, not that let's, it's a light topic. Let's ignite a new conversation. Fire? Sure. Okay. Uh, that's better. I like okay. that better. Cause like we're gonna be talking about some stuff that you know like isn't really the lightest. Like that's true. Um, what was the report that came out that said like we had seven seven years before irreversible damage to Earth or whatever? Right. It basically, said we yeah. have seven years uh, until uh, you know it's the point of no return. Basically. Right. Um, yeah, I I get that, but like also like there's there's stuff going on right now that like is pretty bad like the the stuff happening in like california and oregon forest fires and like the orange skies and like stuff it's like it's bad so like people have to realize that even though there's irreversible damage or like point of no return in seven years we need to focus on getting it done now so we don't ever have to get to that point right that seven years mark isn't saying like oh yeah, let's wait six years and 11 months before, right? Like, you're exactly right. You look at everything that's happening in the world, right? Things that are happening can be explained through climate change that I don't think people are necessarily thinking is like part of a, re- like part of like a, uh, as a result of climate change. So like, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like you look at these mass food shortages going around the world or like these droughts, and people are like, oh, yeah, it's just one of those things or the food shortages. People are like, oh, it's, it's a bad farming year. But like, it's not right. It's, it's this pollution and it's this, uh, you know, literal, literal warming of the earth that's making it more difficult for uh, plants to grow. It's making it more difficult for, you know, people to people and, you know, all living beings to survive. And so it's, it's causing horrible things, not just natural disaster related. Yeah, I think right now there isn't there there isn't enough i'm trying to 
think of how I want to phrase it. There isn't enough, not only public knowledge, but also public action. Mm -hmm. I think if you, if you educate the public, action happens after that. So when mm -hmm. people are calling for politicians to do this, do this, do this, that's great. But unless everybody knows, or like, unless the public is actually educated on this topic, nothing will get done because the politicians will either, you know, continue to go with where their funding tells them to go and they won't listen to the people. And if the people aren't really saying that this is a big issue, which it clearly is, the fact that people are still denying this to this day is absolutely crazy mm -hmm. and horrifying. It's horrifying. And if you actually believe that climate change isn't real and that this is all fake news, a hoax, and that everything will be fine, you are out of your mind. Right, like Smokey the Bear is like dying of lung cancer right now, right? Like it's like, <laughs> it's not okay, right? It's not, guys, do you really want Smokey the Bear to die of lung cancer? No, come no. on, fix up. Yeah, but it, do some research. There, <laughs> we, there, there's something that needs to happen. And yeah. I think hopefully, in the next maybe you know before the seven year mark like maybe like actual change will occur but it's kind of tough to think that with like half the population not believing in it right it, how are we actually gonna fix it? i mean it's so easy to feel pessimistic about it all but you know what other option is there other than like hope and will right yeah the the other thing that's a problem it's just this isn't just an american issue Right. It's exactly. not like America needs to solve this mm -hmm. and like hope everybody else does. It's like as a globe, we need to work together. Right. And right now our global our global unity, and not just like America, but like every country, we're not working well together right now. And yeah, exactly. With, without that, we're gonna kill off the human race real quick. Yeah. And if not by climate change, by robots. Let's yes, move on. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, what was our next topic? Um, oh, right. <laughs> Sorry, this has been a little bit sort a little rusty. So, you know, we're just doing our thing. I apologize. Um, that was a mistake on my part. Jack, so did you hear what Trump said earlier this week when reporters asked him if he lost the election, would he will willingly do a, pan a peaceful transition of power? And he said, I don't want to comment on that. We're not yeah, going to talk about that until it happens. Like he's yeah. refusing to yeah. talk about if, whether or not he will peacefully transition should he lose. Right. And before like, we get into like, what if he doesn't, I would like to mention, I think this is more of him saying he doesn't want to concede the election before it happens. Because like, if he does say, like, oh, yes, I will like, do this peacefully if I lose, Biden might be able to take that out of context, maybe create some like propaganda or whatever, mm -hmm. throw him on the bus saying like, oh, like blah, 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 whatever. It, it, the, the, I think that answer is more of like a political answer as opposed to him stating that he's not gonna transfer peacefully. Fingers crossed. Hopefully. Right. But there is like, I still in my head, still a 50-50. I don't think that answer necessarily like dictates what, what he's going to do, mm -hmm. but there, he still might, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, exactly. Um, which is really, because no president in the history of, you know, America has 
uh, you know, been cooped up in the White House, right? There's always been a peaceful transition of power um, since the creation of this country. And so, you know, not only is it like painfully obvious now that like we've elected a lunatic, how, um, how precious, not, not precious, um, how fragile our like democracy is, like the fact that one person who refuses to leave a house can like cause all, right? Like could have the potential yeah. to have all that trouble. Um, so not only is that scary, but what's scary, what's like even scarier is that if he does refuse, like I'm not sure if I feel confident enough in the rest of the people to that like he will be forced out eventually. Like I'm not sure if that will end up happening. Like yeah, because what what is it like if he like doesn't do it? Like it's up to like the Secret Service and like the military or like the police or something. Right. Like, I mean, like this hasn't like happened before, but like that's like the assumption is that like there would be some like like military like um like uh you know some military operation, which is you know a little bit of an issue. Uh, because I do feel like, I don't know the exact like percentages, but the military is definitely pro, more pro-Trump right? than you know, Biden or anything. And same with like the police department, right? probably like, like everybody within that field. So it's kind of scary to think that if Trump does like say that he's not leaving office peacefully, like you have to remove him, like then it comes down to the military saying like, oh, do we respect our our institution or our political or political values and then you put them in a stance and i don't know what that would happen it's all like it's all so confusing because we've never seen this happen before so we don't right. know what's going to happen and yeah. we can't really predict it so that that's what i think scares me the most it's it's so unprecedented that like there really is no right. way like no what's gonna happen exactly and then there's like a question of like okay so let's say that you know he's like set like says that he won't like remove himself right and people protest right like police are like 95 percent trump supporters so what's gonna happen to like protesters right like you know right yeah it's it's definitely gonna be an issue and didn't the military I think the military said recently that they weren't going to get involved at all. Mm -hmm. So I don't, what's going to happen? Like, are we going to have like a Trump versus Biden WWE throwdown or something like that? Honestly, like. Imagine if that actually happened. Right? Ooh, actually, wait. I think Trump would probably win, which would. Oh, you know, Trump would probably destroy. But I do think it would be pretty fun to watch. How does he like Big Macs and sodas like and like all like his diet is like horrible. An absolute unit. He's an absolute unit. He's crazy. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a, I, I'm just baffled. Yeah. By his diet. But it's it's all just scary. Like our, our world is in shambles right now. Our world is in shambles. And uh you know this is what's happened in the last month that has fallen apart so yeah i mean of course we like miss stuff and like we're not going to cover everything right but, i mean and not every episode you know. will be as um i want to say depressing but like um oh no the world is no, going. no every episode will be as depressing. every episode will be depressing yes we're i think gonna... that is that is where we should go for this season there's definitely I like that path. We'll just be playing like um uh like 
soft and like violent classical music in the background that just like slowly builds up as the episode goes on. I I I do think that that would be a good idea. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see we'll see where we end up going. The other thing I wanted to talk about uh, with you, Eli, is do you think a cereal is a soup? Because Honestly, I, I still haven't made my opinions on this. I haven't done enough research on this topic. So I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think that's difficult. I would call it, well, cereal with no milk is obviously not a soup. Well, and so okay. if you define like, without milk, like casual. Well, no, but like what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is like the question is cereal a soup? The answer is no. Cause like cereal on its own is not a soup. But like, is cereal and milk a soup? That's when it gets tough, right? Okay, but when I say cereal, obviously I'm referring to cereal and milk. Listen, phrasing is everything, okay? Uh, I'm not gonna uh, let... Is, is cereal and milk a soup? I think so. Okay, I don't know what to believe. Because, hold on. I could pull up the definition of Pull up soup. the definition. Maybe I'll change my mind. Because that's, that's what my belief was at first. But it's a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables, etc. in stock or water. Okay, now that makes it a little more interesting. Right, um, and then the other definition is a substance or mixture perceived to resemble soup in appearance or consistency. And if we're going based off those definitions, I don't think you could classify a cereal and milk, a soup. I understand where you're coming from. I see how it can be, but but no, I think I'm still going cereal as a soup. But, I mean, definitions, dude, definition. I understand where which part of the definitions you're pointing to. I'm looking at other parts of the definitions. So I see, like, anything that appears to be a soup or something like that, or, like, okay. but yeah, so I think... I definitely think it's a soup. Well, then wouldn't wouldn't technically like the earth be a soup? No, because you can't eat the earth. But like ramen, like no, but no. But you're talking about if it has like the, a per, like the same like consistency as a soup, and it like looks like a soup. Like what? Well, well, the ocean is a soup then. Well, I think it has to be edible as well. I think that's another. It, like I think it's it's I think, edible. I think that it has to be edible. No, like it has to be like a meal. You can eat stuff in ocean. It's not like you can't eat the ocean though. Like that's not how that. I works. mean, you can technically. You, you can't like grab a spoon and just it's salt water. Like, okay, that's that's true. You have to like prepare it. But, like, yeah. Uh, no, but like it I has to think, be. It has to be edible. It has to look like a soup. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like we have chicken noodle soup as a soup, which the like, chicken noodle soup is very similar to like ramen, right? So like ramen is but, a soup, right? If, okay, so if chicken I, noodle can be a soup, why can't like cereal and milk? No, but chicken noodle soup like actually has like that broth. Milk is a broth. Milk is just like is a it? really icky broth. Is it disgusting. though? It's not a broth I would use, but like. <laughs> Imagine eating your chicken noodle soup but instead of like, <laughs> broth, you get milk. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's what it comes down to is, yeah, like, exactly. is milk. Because if you could classify milk as the broth, then I would say cereal is a soup. But I don't know if you can. I think you can. Why not? What do words mean? 
okay, I don't want to get into this. Uh, like, the words mean what we want them to mean. No. Or what we assign them to mean. Exactly. It's what we want. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess okay. that does it for our episode. Um, we definitely, you know, did pretty well on this mm -hmm. one, I think. Uh, yeah, good job, us. us. A little bit, it'll take us a little bit to get back into it, so I apologize for this one being kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify. On and on Spotify. We have done both of those for season two. We are actually prepared this time. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, share it, whatever. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what we do right. Let us know what we do wrong. Mm -hmm. All that sorts of good stuff. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. Have a good day. Have a, have a fantastic day and see you guys later. Okay.